Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about in our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing a Cinderella story. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for salmon from Norwegia. It cost a fortune to fly that stuff in. <laughs> Can you tell I've been practicing? Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. No, I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. One minute in and I lost it. I'm sorry, Jennifer Coolidge. I've betrayed you. You betrayed me. What a film. A lovely modern day take on the actual Cinderella franchise, you know? Yeah, it was a very interesting adaptation. And obviously it's got Hilary Duff, so you can't go wrong. It's got an amazing cast. We've got Hilary Duff, Chad Michael Murray, Regina King. We've got Jennifer Coolidge, our (laughs) favourite. We've also got Dan Bird, laughing at myself. Julie Gonzalo, Lynn Shay, Mary Pat Gleason. Oh, R.I.P. She died quite recently. So, so sad. Then we've got Paul Rodriguez, Whip Hubbley. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, hold on. Who? Whip? Hubbley. I mean, that's not a real name, is it? Well, I mean, there's an Apple and a Moses out there, so... <laughs> and what's Elon Musk's kid called? Xanthagla. <laughs> Like, just call it Steve or something. True. Who who is Walnut Whip? What was his name? Whip Hubbley. What? Who does he play? Sam's dad. What? Yeah, the Dilf. He's oh. called Whip. Oh, there's always got to be something wrong with someone, you know. Before I rewatched this, I thought the dad was Dennis Quaid, and I was like, oh no, I just need more Dennis in my life. Right. Ugh. Films with Dilfs. Perfect. There's also Simon Helberg. Oh. Living legend. Another Dilf. Wait, are you talking about Howard from Big Bang Theory? Yeah. <laughs> so, shall we talk about where they are now? Yes, please. 
So why don't we talk about Regina King? Yes, Regina King. So I know her best, and it's maybe not an Oscar-winning performance, but Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous, which we saw in the cinema together. It was fabulous. I remember what I was wearing as well. It was a t-shirt from Gap Kids of like a skateboarder that was orange, and I was wearing a Livestrong band. And I thought the yellow and the orange was like so well-coordinated. I thought I was so cool. And do you know what? The cinema was dark and that was such a shame because no one got to see that amazing outfit of the day. I'll bring it back. Yeah, please, please, please do. So Regina King, she was, you're right, in Miss Congeniality too. She's also been in Shameless. Yes, she was. She was also in Daddy Daycare. I love Daddy Daycare. Such a good film. We need to review that. Season two. Okay, got it. She was also in 24. She was in The Big Bang Theory as well. She was also first made famous from being in a film called Jerry Maguire in the 90s. Oh. I haven't seen it. <laughs> is Jerry Maguire Lizzie Maguire's <laughs> uncle? Yes. It's funny you say that. He is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shall we go on to Jennifer Coolidge? She plays Fiona. Ew. Ugh. hate Fiona. She's best known for playing Stifler's mum in American Pie. Mm -hmm. But she has been in Legally Blonde, American Dad. One of the most recent things that she's been in is Two Broke Girls. Yes, she played Sophie. And that role was written especially for her. And she plays it so well. She plays it very well. She was also in an episode of Sex and the City and an episode of Friends as well. Can you believe it? I've never had any professional dance training. (laughs) Monica Darling, it's Amanda Calling. I quote that episode far too much. Also, she was in Ariana Grande's video for Thank You Next. Hello. What? She played Paulette. So she's just an iconic character. Yeah, go Jennifer. So let's also talk about Dan Bird. He plays Carter. There's a new show coming out called Utopia. Mmm, I've heard about this. He's going to be in that. And also, he was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh. Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He was. He plays Josh Hoffman. Cool. Cool. (laughs) He was also in Easy A. He had a recurring role in Cougar Town. And he was also in the last season of Mad Men. So I think Dan Bird's doing pretty well. Really well. He was also in The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, that's too scary for me. Yeah, honestly. Casper's too scary for me. (laughs) So like, you're not getting me watching that film. Sorry, Dan. I do want to give a shout out, actually, to Madeline Zima. She plays Brianna, one of the step twins. Mm. IMDB is really showing that she's been in a lot. Yeah, she's been in TV, she's been in films. Mm -hmm. Grey's Anatomy, Twin Peaks, and very recently was in Netflix, You. Yes, she was! Terrifying. Now, the reason I wouldn't have known that is because I watched like five episodes of You and had to turn it off. I was so scared. Really? Yeah. What, it was just like uncomfortable to watch? I just don't like psychopath killers. (laughs) It kind of like creeps me out. I don't know you're supposed to like psychopath killers but yeah i i get that i get that so i just have a couple more notes about a cinderella story before we dive in it was released on the 20th of august 2004 produced by and i'm not joking gaylord films Um, why is it called that i don't know but i love it directed by mark rosman who also directed the perfect man with hillary duff and many episodes of Lizzie McGuire. And also episodes of Even Stevens. <gasps> I love Even Stevens. Shia LaBeouf in his prime. Yeah. He's funny. Bring back beans, I say. <laughs> 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 beans. 
beans. A little fun fact, Rupert Grint was offered the role of Amos. Amos! <laughs> <laughs> yep, Take the 100-year-old man, Amos. Austin Ames, oh wow. <laughs> Rupert Grint was offered the role of Austin Ames. Can you believe? I'm so shocked by that. Can I just say, Rupert Grint, Chad Michael Murray, who are you fancying? Chad Michael Murray. It would so, have been a completely different film. Rupert Grint just looks like a normal high school boy, whereas Chad Michael Murray looks like a god. So I know who I would prefer to a cast. So let's dive in. Let's talk about best supporting character. And I'm going to kick it off. I love Astrid, who is the girl who does the school announcements and DJs at the party. She was quirky and I love her for it. <laughs> I love the scene when she's in the middle of her DJ set at the party and Mrs. Wells turns off the music and she says, I was in the middle of a power jam. You just totally harshed my mellow. Mrs. Wells like, you'll get over it. Yeah, I was very glad that she ended up with Carter. Yeah, so sweet. So. Very well matched. The character who I've got a big heart for is Bobby, the chef in the diner, who's like part of like Sam's, you know, fake posse. Yeah, (laughs) fake family. I love that moment in the beginning when he's holding the salmon and he's like, help me, Fiona wants to eat me. (laughs) It's so funny. That was great. But the fact that he had to put his fingers inside that salmon's like gills. Gross. I hope he got paid more for that. That is method acting. Mm -hmm. Berg could take a leaf out of Bobby's book. Right? (laughs) But the best supporting character has to be Bachelorette number two. Yes! (laughs) So if anyone doesn't remember, Austin's friends line up a load of girls who said that they were Cinderella at the party. David, Austin's friend, has kind of like set this whole thing up, hasn't he? But his announcements are so funny for each girl that steps up to the plate to be selected by Austin. And Bachelorette number two is called Helga. And David's like, this little filly's into barbells, World War II, and protein shakes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. She's iconic. Oh, Helga, we love you. You are so deserving of best supporting character. You are up there with the greats. Honestly, we laughed so much in that scene. Iconic. Where's her spinoff? She right? needs a sequel. A World War II film. <laughs> a Cinderella story. Helga's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had my protein shakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. She's so deserving. Congratulations, Helga. We love you. I'll see you in World War Two. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so now we're going to discuss most iconic outfit. Now, I feel like a lot of people were influenced to buy Pink Converse because of this film. Absolutely. I think... Hilary Duff can request like a 50% share in any of Converse's (laughs) profits that year. It's so iconic. I remember that movie poster to this day. She's like straddling Chad Michael Murray. Oh, what an awful day for her that day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we want you to do this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I have to touch his abs. He was very skinny in this film. It's almost a good thing that he was 
that skinny because I don't think that he would have fit in the gazebo with Sam's huge wedding dress. Her dress was huge! So it's a good thing that he only took up a small amount of space. Also, I'm sorry, like, football scholarship, you need to be, like, beefy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That being said, he did look good in his Prince Charming outfit. And actually, Mm -hmm. a lot of costumes that night were incredible. I want to give a shout out to the guy at the dance dressed as God's gift to women. He was wearing like a big present and it said two women from God. Very nice. (laughs) Love it. There was also someone else dressed as Mrs. Wells parking space. I don't know if you clocked that in the background. That's so good. The costume designer must have had a field day. Honestly, it's really funny when the twins are dressed up as the Siamese twins. And then when they fall down the stairs, that is just iconic. Oh yeah, and they knock over the salt and pepper guys. Yeah. And then the guy sneezes, which is a nice touch. As you know, I love a fashion montage in any film. I think it just elevates them to like a million percent. And Sam's outfits that she was trying on in the costume shop, she had some really good contenders. I liked the hula skirt, although it would have been a bit dressed down for her first meet. Yeah. She wore the Spanish bullfighter outfit. Yes. Ole! No way. (laughs) She had the suit of armour. Why would she even put them on? Yeah, like you're going to meet a guy for the first time. Are you kidding me? You're just wasting time. She's got to get to the dust. Yeah, exactly. And the porky pig costume as well. Just no. No, like really, the first time you're going to meet Nomad, you're going to be dressed as a pig. Please, no. Please, hills. So it's a Halloween dance. Wouldn't your mindset be like, okay, I'm going to meet a guy for the first time. I need to look cute and Halloween-y. You'd just be a basic bitch for one night and just go straight for the sexy cat outfit right yeah totally and i mean even i don't know how you feel about this but wearing a wedding dress to meet a guy for the first time isn't that a bit of like a bit over the top well it's funny that she knew he was going to be dressed up as prince charming because they didn't plan that over internet chat did they no no not at all that is a very iconic outfit of course i mean we need to give a nod to it that reveal when she's walking down the stairs for the first time. It is kind of like a wow. And also she had the best accessory, a blue flip phone that was over her heel. All my life I've wanted flip phone kept on my heel energy. When am I going to have that moment? (laughs) You could bring back the Sony Ericsson. Oh, love my Sony Ericsson. Oh, same. I felt so sassy when I had that phone. It was like, hang up. And you just shut it really dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mum, I'll be back for dinner. Flip. That should be the most iconic outfit. But I think we're both in agreement with this. The most iconic outfit has to be David's terrible shirt. (laughs) Okay, so I have some thoughts about this. Okay, it is a terrible shirt that he's wearing. It's like a short sleeve polo shirt. It's got like brown, red and yellow stripes in it. That colour combination does not work for anyone. And the fact that Mrs. Wells is like, that's a terrible shirt. It was a funny scene, but I felt a bit offended because I had that exact same shirt. So before each podcast episode, Barney and I do a film viewing. Just yeah, see if just... there's anything we missed. And, and we were looking at David like, where do we know that outfit from? <laughs> we were laughing so much because we realised that Barney has that exact shirt. It's actually really embarrassing. If you search <gasps> deep enough on YouTube, you will find a video of me wearing that shirt. I thought it looked good at the time. And I chose it myself. And as a 12-year-old, being able to shop in Primark by yourself and pick your clothes, I thought 
Great. I think that was the same trip where I bought that other t-shirt that said designated wingman. Who am I wingmanning? I'm 12. <laughs> So now let's talk about best musical moment. Now the soundtrack for A Cinderella Story is really good. It's a naughty's girl's dream. Exactly. We've got Goo Goo Dolls, Sympathy, which is a very good song. We've also got Everlasting Love. Ah, we love that song. Throwback. But if I if someone played me that song, my mind would go to The Parent Trap. Of my course. mind isn't going to Cinderella Story. Yeah, but I'm not offended that they wanted to use it. I think fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good song. Exactly. I'm like, play that as much as you want. Also, there's a Jesse McCartney song in this as well. Beautiful Soul. Oh. Beautiful Soul is like one of those songs that you just wish that jesse is singing that to you he was do you not know does it say that in the end yeah he says i'm singing this to 11 year old emily sanford you missed that maybe you only hear that when you play the song backwards oh i miss this that this is for you emily sanford <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good that was pretty good that and my jennifer coolidge yeah uh. honestly hollywood hire barney <laughs> right now <laughs> The best musical moment, personally, I'm thinking the best day of my life. Yeah, that's the song that they play when they reveal Sam's outfit at the Halloween party, right? Yes. That is good. That's such a moment in the film. So I'm like, I'm glad it had that song to go with it. Exactly. So that was sung by Robert D. Palmer. Robert, Robert. Robert, <laughs> Robert. We do need to give a shout out, though, to a little song <laughs> that we both love. I think I know what you're talking about. Spanish Flea. Yes! See, I only know that song from The Simpsons. So when I found out that it was actually a real song. Very recently, I was just coming back from work and I was at Waterloo Station. And you know when it's just been one of those days? I was going up the escalator and then suddenly I could just hear Spanish Flea. And instantly, I'm just in a better mood. Hold on, wait. (laughs) You heard it in your head or or it was like a busker? No, a busker was playing Spanish Flea. And then instantly I was like... It and it was just elevates your mood. Honestly, if you're in a bad mood, it wouldn't be the song that you'd instantly think of playing. But just just play it on Spotify, and you'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll get from A to B very quick. Wow! Yeah. I need to try that next time. You do amazing. I also just want to point out a glaring missed opportunity in this film. I'm not sure who the music supervisor was, but we need to have words, whoever you are. This whole film has a motif about this huge LA drought, and then the big finale scene. It pouring with rain. Why are you not using Hilary Duff's 2004 smash, Come Clean? Come on, let the rain fall down and wake my dream. Oh, yeah. Like, what? And I looked at that, but I thought, oh, maybe the song wasn't out yet. No, no, no. That song was released in January and this film came out in August. Come on. You had eight months to put that in the film. Wow. Gutted. Such a good song. Very good. And hello, the singer is your lead actress. So he could have helped her out there. She would have got more royalties. Yeah. She hmm. could have won a hundred Grammys that year. She could have bought a hundred more pink Converse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so now we're going on to best quotes. Whew, there is a lot of amazing quotes there in are, this film. There are actually way more than I thought. Like, once you actually watch the film, you're like, oh my god. Like, yeah, I've seen, like, memes of this. You know, so I'm so ready to get into these. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. Oh, oh. That is literally, like... Such a burn. Such a burn. You know what the correct comeback to that would be? Get out of the boys' locker room, freak! <laughs> She just walks in. Honey, maybe she just wanted to see what's going on there. Maybe see if Ryan had his shirt off. You love Ryan. Ryan's cute. He asked her for a breakfast burrito to go. No, that was David. He was the douchebag. Oh, Ryan okay. was the one Mrs. Wells like, hey, Ryan. <laughs> but you know, he's in high school. True, that's true. This is a quote that's pretty good for, for life. Almost like a mantra. Mm. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. That's a good one. It is good. I just wish it wasn't printed in that really gross font on the wallpaper. Oh, what is that? It's like, it's as bad as papyrus. Oh, oh. no. Come on. You're right. It's it... like Lucinda handwriting. I oh. think that's the word. Oh, Blech. no. At least it wasn't a Calibri. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I actually use Calibri in my emails. I think it's fine for an email, you know. Honey, who's your best friend, Comic Sans? Oh! <gasps> dagger a dagger in my heart sorry <laughs> so obviously we have those quotes now there's also a couple cheesy lines i mean obviously this is like a teen rom-com you have to sprinkle in some cheese in there austin you're throwing away your dream no dad i'm throwing away yours and also i'm late what for reality like, oh. Oh. just tell him yeah honestly honestly now Shelby, she's the bitch. She yes. has a quote in the diner, which is very funny. She says, what can I get here that has no sugar, no carbs, and is fat free? And then Sam is like, water. <laughs> very quick witted. <laughs> and when Shelby sees Sam walking down the stairs at the party, she's like, love the dress, hate her. And I've seen that screenshot so many times. 
Also, while we're on the subject of Sam, when she's texting Austin and she says, laugh out loud when she's typing LOL. Oh, oh my first God. First of all, she was not laughing out loud. No, she wasn't. Secondly, just say lol. Yeah, my mum thought LOL was lots of laugh. Oh. Imagine, like, your hamster died. LOL. <laughs> That would be kind of funny. <laughs> I also wanted to give a quick shout out to Terry when Sam thinks that Terry is nomad at the party. And she's like, Terry, are you nomad? And he's like, nomad? Indeed. I have traveled through time and space to find you. Now, join me in the mating dance of Zion. <laughs> <laughs> the mating dance? They're 16. <laughs> oh no, no, they're 18. And like, what? That's so hilarious. The mating dance of Zion. I want to see a deleted scene where they actually do the mating dance of Zion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, this podcast is quickly becoming a Jennifer Coolidge fan podcast. That it is. And I'm sure we're not the only ones. She has so many iconic lines in this film. Everything she says, it just turns to gold. Shall we rattle through these? Because they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, rattle. Honey, take your time. These are gold. <laughs> So the first one, when they're talking about the drought, Sam's like, you know, we're supposed to be conserving water. We're in the middle of a drought. And she's like, droughts are for poor people. You think JLo has a brown lawn? People who use extra water have extra class. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the most iconic quote has to be, can we just award this now before we rattle on some more? Or Absolutely. take our time with some more. Absolutely. Is the quote where Sam walks out with the salmon and... Fiona's like, is this the Norwegian salmon I asked for? Because I need to get my omega-3s. And then Sam's like, only the best. And she's like, mm, I can tell. You know, it costs a fortune to fly that stuff in from Norwegian. <laughs> you were so good at that. Norwegian. Wow. So moist. <laughs> Norwegian. Just, uh, oh iconic. gosh. I want to say, as being someone who is actually half Norwegian, she is right. Norwegian salmon is really nice. <laughs> but I'm offended that she called it Norwegian. Hey, if someone's gonna say Norwegian and get away with it, I think let it be Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. And of course, we can't forget the quote, you're not very pretty and you're not very bright. <laughs> That is so mean. <laughs> and it makes it even better that she's wearing those red sunbed eye protectors. Oh. That would be such a good Halloween costume. <gasps> <laughs> we've earmarked every outfit from every film we've reviewed for Halloween. Like, what? How many parties are we going to? <laughs> we need to dress up every day leading up to Halloween. Yes. Like Vlogmas, but Halloweenmas. Yes. All right. Sure. Do it. Start sewing, lady. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Although in that scene, she just wears a towel. Hey, I think fine. <laughs> See you she, later, boys. Doesn't she full on flash Sam? Yeah. All right. Oh, gosh. Maybe we should end on the quote, which is hilarious. It's when Fiona picks up the girls from the Halloween dance and she's really upset. They haven't won the prizes for best costume. And then she says the quote, I am very, very upset about this. You don't look upset. Oh, it's the Botox. I can't show emotion for another hour and a half. <laughs> I can't get over how good your impression is. Like, honestly, be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a spin-off. <laughs> Give me and Barney voice careers, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> So now it's our favourite segment. Can we discuss? 
So right off the bat, I just want to discuss, why couldn't Austin recognise Sam without her mask? Right? It wasn't exactly like Phantom of the Opera covering <laughs> half her face. It wasn't big at all. Right? And also, she's like the only blonde person at that school. How can you not recognise her there? And I'm sorry, if you're then having a one-on-one -on -one chat in the diner later, you're looking into her eyes, the same pair of eyes that you were like, oh, your eyes are so beautiful. How is he expecting to get into Princeton if you can't even state the obvious oh exactly you know like crazy <laughs> it's like that meme of is it kiki palmer who's like i'm sorry i have never seen that man before in my life <laughs> <laughs> he originated that meme like what and on top of that austin tells sam that he'll be waiting for her in the middle of the dance floor but it's a school dance everyone's gonna be in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> what can't you not like use your common sense pick a quiet corner or like meet me at the gazebo what the middle the middle of the dance floor the music is gonna be so loud yeah and the lighting the spotlight on you yeah like it's just gonna Who's... get all your bad shadows and everything who was controlling that light that kept spotlighting on the two of them some weird guy that was invested in their love <laughs> it's like hey are you nomad <laughs> what <laughs> are you nomad what backwards that way <laughs> Austin Ames with the lady. Yeah. Oh, Terry. <laughs> no, Terry deserves nothing. What we really need to talk about is there's also themes of death in this. First of all, we need to talk about the beginning scene with that creepy clown. Oh, I think we found the murderer right there. The creepy clown hanging in Sam's room, childhood yes. room. If you haven't noticed this, just pause it. When they do the shot where the camera kind of like zooms into her bedroom, there is a really creepy clown, which is like six foot tall. Right? <laughs> oh no, it's like nine foot tall in the left hand corner. I'm laughing because I'm scared. <laughs> Honestly, it's, like, it's kind of like half in the shadows. That clown killed her mom. It killed her dad in this like alleged earthquake. Yeah, he started the cursed earthquake. Right. <laughs> Actually, if it wasn't the clown that killed her dad, I have a strong feeling it might have been Fiona. Ooh. She's like, Sam's dad. <laughs> I need you. I can't remember what he said. Help. Help. Yeah. Help, help me. And then meanwhile, he goes running to help her. That is actually something. Why did he literally just leave her? Leave his only daughter on her own in the middle of an earthquake to help some rando. Crazy. So maybe he deserved it. But I thought maybe Fiona killed him, collected the insurance money. Oh, yeah. Just living this life. Maybe it was her grand plan. Because mm -hmm. she never liked Sam. We no. Even on the wedding day, she was like, oh, get out the picture. Yeah. And then continuing with this death theme, when the two stepsisters are fighting in the middle of the car wash. First of all, health and safety girls. Come on. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Like that big roller thing? Uh-huh. That is terrifying. All of that car foam in your eyes? Mm-hmm. And then finishing off with the hot wax? Like first degree birds. You'd be dead. Yeah. Like literally. Dad, is that our car? Two corpses on top. <laughs> 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 and instead they just kind of peel off it with like a funny hairdo. No. Yeah. Those girls would be dead. 
Exactly. What I want to discuss, the timelines in this film are kind of all over the place. So first off, how early did Sam have to get up to do a full shift at the diner before going to school? Yeah. Like what? Did she get up at like 4am? Like when does Fiona have her breakfast? Because she gave Fiona her breakfast, then she had to get to the diner before school. What what time was that? Is Fiona up at like 6am and then she like has to do a two hour shift before 8 o'clock or something? I guess, but it's like a lot to ask for a girl. Yeah. As well as that, on the night of the Halloween party, she's got a shift at the diner, then has to run to the Halloween store, try on some clothes, that's unsuccessful, goes to Rhonda's house, tries on the wedding dress, does her hair, does her makeup, then gets to the party to meet Austin at 11pm, then has to leave at 11.45 to get back to the diner for 12. That's the longest night ever! Wouldn't you be exhausted and smelling of salmon? Yeah. Honestly. Oh my gosh. She had no time at all. And also I feel really bad for Carter because like he just wanted to be there and he had to go with her to find the outfit. And I always feel sorry for guys because you guys really do have to wait for us to get ready, don't you? (laughs) Oh, yes, that we do. So Carter was a good friend then. Also, some weird inconsistencies at that school. Why would Sam get bullied for being the diner girl when Austin literally worked in a car wash? I think I know where I would prefer to work at. Free fries? Are you kidding? Free salmon? Are you kidding? Oh. So where is Rhonda getting that $6 pedicure? Well, I'll tell you, it's probably the same place where she's selling her high quality jewellery line. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah. When Sam says, gee, Rhonda, you sure have a knack of taking something simple and making it beautiful. Uh, this is literally a bottle cap on a metal chain. (laughs) (laughs) This is the trivia round. This week, Emily, I thought I would do things a little bit differently. I've created a trivia theme. So all my questions and answers are food related. (gasps) Just to spice things up a bit. Pardon Uh, the fun. My first question is actually a food one. So I'm scared that maybe (laughs) we've got the same question here. Oh, no. Um, no. (laughs) Go on. Okay, ask ask away. Okay, so Chuck is the regular customer at the diner Mm -hmm. who comes in every morning. What does he order every day? What does he order every day? You remember the scene. It's they have that funny like he's like I'm watching my weight. Yeah. Oh, oh, diet coke. Uh huh. Waffles. No. Pancakes. No. Oh, bacon and egg. Bacon. Bacon. Diet coke. How many other parts are there? And there's two more things. Side of toast. Oh, I don't know. No. Okay, so you get the two points for the bacon and the Diet Coke. Okay. So she says, so cheese omelette, extra bacon crisp, blueberry muffin, and a coat. And he says, make it a diet. (laughs) Got it. That is the breakfast of champions right there. Right. Love that. Okay, here's my first question. What did Brianna think Cinderella left at the dance? A fish. Yes. (laughs) And that's because the other twin thought it was a wallet purse. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so what was the name of the guy who owns the costume store? Was it Vernon? Yes! Oh, yes! Very good. I'll give you a free breakfast for a week. Make it a month. (laughs) (laughs) A month free Free. breakfast just to open the store for like 20 minutes. Vernon won. Oh. In that. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, what two foods does Austin ask Sam to hypothetically pick between? He asks whether, given the choice... Would she rather have a rice cake or a Big Mac? That's it. Oh, definitely Big Mac. Rice cake. 
oh, oh hmm, okay. Having said that, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I had rice cakes for breakfast yesterday. I would obviously choose the Big Mac any day. Oh, I can't wait for quarantine to be over. Chicken legend. No, <sighs> you are a chicken legend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does Carter's dad say is a man's best friend? His car? You get half a point. His wheels? <laughs> I don't know. Mercedes. Oh. He oh, says, okay. a man's best friend is a Mercedes, Sam. Cool. And we all thought it was a dog, but yeah. no. Okay, here's another one for you. What food was Sam practicing in the diner's kitchen after the dance? It was like a specific dish. Pancakes. And the secret ingredient? Salmon. Yes! <laughs> Salmon pancakes. <laughs> oh. Orders up. Ding. That was like such a few moment, wasn't it? It's like, she can make it, she can yes. make it. She had time to put a t-shirt on, the hat, the apron, and get flour on her face. Iconic. So iconic. So the hedge in the front lawn is the shape of what? In my head, it's between two things. I'm going to say an elephant. Yes! Yay! As either that or flamingo, but I thought, no. There elephants. are flamingos in the front garden. There we so. go. See, I know, I pay attention. You do. My fourth question for you. Mm-hmm. What did Austin order at the diner? A black coffee. Yes! And he takes one sip and he's like, I've got to go. What? No, you don't. <laughs> Drink really? your coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yesterday when we were watching it, you were like, ew, black coffee. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, that sits with me. Norwegians love black coffee. All right. Mm-hmm. Fresh from Norwegian. Yes, poured and fresh from Norwegian. <laughs> Perfect if you want to look smart and fancy at a meeting. Americano. Carno. Carno. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's my question. What university does Austin's dad want Austin to go to? I think it's, and I don't know what it stands for, USC? UCS? No. SCU? NCU. NCU? NCU, what is that? North Carolina. Oh. That's what I'm assuming. What am I like? Come on, Barney. Get your head in the game. Okay, my last question for you. My last question for you. Okay, it's finish the line. It's Rhonda on the phone in the diner. You call that grade A B? Well, that cow... Must have failed his exams. I'm going to give you that. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Must have cheated his test. Oh, that's the same thing. (laughs) Good one, Rhonda. Funny. Very funny. (laughs) I think you smashed that round. Well done. I need to obviously watch it again. No complaints. Oh, no. (laughs) I have to watch Austin Ames. So that was a Cinderella story. Wow. Now, if there's any quotes or any... Favorite outfits, favorite um, musical moments, or anything else you want to discuss, do let us know on Instagram. We're on there at Hey Now Hey Now. And while you're there, why don't you go and leave us a five star review on iTunes? It would really help with other people discovering the show. We'd love that. Leave a little review. Say nice things. You know, <laughs> don't be a Fiona. Yeah, please be a Rhonda. Don't be a Fiona. That would not be very pretty, and that would not be very smart. <laughs> So I've been Barney. And I'm Emily. And we'll chat to you next week. See ya. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.